Whammo! This is the LifeSpring One-Year Bible coming to you from Riverside, California. And podcasting since 2004, I'm your OG Godcaster, Steve Webb. This is the daily podcast, and we're reading through the entire Bible in a year. It's Poetry Thursday, and we're going to read Job 37 and 38. The title of this episode is, Now That's Power. But before we read, let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, as we read Job again today, I pray that you would teach us that you would open our hearts and help us to apply what we read today to our daily lives. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, let's begin. Job chapter 37. The thunder and lightning frighten me. My heart pounds in my chest. Listen to God's thundering voice. Listen to the sound coming from his mouth. He sends his lightning to flash across the whole sky. It lights up the earth from one end to the other. After the flashes of lightning, you can hear his roaring voice. He thunders with his wonderful voice. And while his voice thunders, the lightning flashes continue. God's thundering voice is amazing. He does great things that we cannot understand. He says to the snow, fall on the earth. And he says to the rain, pour down on the earth. He does this to stop everyone's work and to show the people he made what he can do. The animals run into their dens and stay there. Whirlwinds come from the south. The cold winds come from the north. God's breath makes ice and freezes even large bodies of water. He fills the clouds with water and scatters his lightning through them. He orders the clouds to be blown all around the earth. The clouds do whatever he commands. He causes the clouds to punish people with floods or to water his earth and show his love. Job, stop for a minute and listen. Think about the wonderful things God does. Do you know how God controls the clouds? Do you know how he makes his lightning flash? Do you know how the clouds hang in the sky? This is just one of the amazing works of the one who knows everything. All you know is that you sweat, your clothes stick to you, and all is still and quiet when the heat wave comes from the south. Can you help God spread out the sky and make it shine like polished brass? Job, tell us what we should say to God. We cannot think of what to say because of our ignorance. I would not tell God that I wanted to talk to Him. That would be like asking to be destroyed. A person cannot look at the sun. It is too bright as it shines in the sky after the wind blows the clouds away. In the same way, God's golden glory shines from the holy mountain. He is surrounded by the brightest light. We have seen that God all-powerful really is all-powerful, but He is just and never treats anyone unfairly. That is why people fear and respect Him. He shows no respect for those who think they are wise. Job chapter 38 From out of a storm, the Lord said to Job, Why do you talk so much when you know so little? Now get ready to face me. Can you answer the questions I ask? How did I lay the foundation for the earth? Were you there? Doubtless you know who decided its length and width. What supports the foundation? Who placed the cornerstone while morning stars sang and angels rejoiced? When the ocean was born, I set its boundaries and wrapped it in blankets of thickest fog. Then I built a wall around it, locked the gates, and said, Your powerful waves stop here. They can go no further. Did you ever tell the sun to rise, and did it obey? 
Did it take hold of the earth and shake out the wicked like dust from a rug? Early dawn outlines the hills like stitches on clothing or sketches on clay. But its light is too much for those who are evil, and their power is broken. Job, have you ever walked on the ocean floor? Have you seen the gate to the world of the dead? And how large is the earth? Tell me if you know. Where is the home of light, and where does darkness live? Can you lead them home? I'm certain you must be able to, since you were already born when I created everything. Have you been to the places where I keep snow and hail, until I use them to punish and conquer nations? From where does lightning leap, or the east wind blow? Who carves out a path for thunderstorms? Who sends torrents of rain on empty deserts where no one lives? Rain that changes barren land to meadows green with grass. Who is the father of the dew and of the rain? Who gives birth to the sleet and the frost that fall in winter, when streams and lakes freeze solid as a rock? Can you arrange stars in groups such as Orion and the Pleiades? Do you control the stars or set in place the Big Dipper and the Little Dipper? Do you know the laws that govern the heavens, and can you make them rule the earth? Can you order the clouds or send a downpour, or will lightning flash at your command? Did you teach birds to know that rain or floods are on their way? Can you count the clouds or pour out their water on the dry, lumpy soil? When lions are hungry, do you help them hunt? Do you send an animal into their den? And when starving young ravens cry out to me for food, do you satisfy their hunger? Well, in chapter 37 today, Elihu talked about how he is frightened of the awesome power of God that he sees in thunder and lightning. If you've ever been in a storm like Elihu's talking about, it truly is awe-inspiring. I'm a Southern California native, though, and I've been here almost all of my life except for two years when I was seven and eight years old about, and we rarely have thunderstorms here, and when we do, they're nothing like the ones I've seen in other parts of the country. Here, they rarely last for more than just a few minutes, and they don't go on and on with lightning flashes coming from all around. My son Tim, however, and his wife Val are living in Florida, about 20 minutes southwest of Disney World. Not long after they moved there, they made a video call from his phone while they were out shopping. There was a thunderstorm happening, and it had already been going on for about a half an hour, and the rain was just pouring down in buckets, with thunder and lightning happening probably two or three times a minute, maybe more. It was crazy. And we stayed on the call for about a half an hour. It was a FaceTime call, and it was still going when we ended the call. We don't get that kind of weather here. My point is, even if we did, seeing that kind of display is only a faint shadow of the power of God. Think of it this way. I don't know if God used the Big Bang to bring the universe into existence or if it all just appeared the way it is by His Word. It doesn't really matter to me. But here's the thing. The scientists say that the universe seems to be expanding in all directions, and they say it's because of the explosion that they call the Big Bang. Imagine the power if that's the truth, and the explosion that is still in motion after all those years. Imagine that. And what was the cause of it? God's Word. God said, let there be, and whammo! It just happened, and it's still going. Truly, God's power is something else. And yes, we should have a respect for His power, and a fear even, if we do not have a relationship with Him. But get a hold of this concept. 
Even with all of his power, this God with infinite power and infinite knowledge, this God who is everywhere at once, who is outside of time and space, wants so much to have a relationship with us that he gave all of that up to inhabit a human body for about 33 years and then suffer an excruciating death and glorious resurrection in order to pay the price for our sins. Now, if he could do that, then I don't fear him like Elihu did. I worship him. I adore him. I owe everything to him. And I look forward to the day when I see him face to face, when I have no doubt that I'll fall on my knees at his presence. What are your thoughts? Call the LifeSpring Family Hotline at plus one nine five one seven three two eighty five eleven, or go to comment.lifespringmedia.com. And you can always email me at steve at lifespringmedia.com. And if you've got a modern podcast app, comment via Boostagram. Tomorrow will be Prophecy Friday, and we're going to read Jeremiah 32 through 36. Today's associate producer is Anne, who sent in $100. Thank you so much, Anne. God bless you. Value for Value is, of course, what helps to keep the LifeSpring One-Year Bible coming to you seven days a week. There are no advertisers, creepy or otherwise, on the show, and there never will be, because with advertisers comes censorship. Most advertisers don't want to be identified with the uncompromised teaching of God's Word. So I'm counting on you, the LifeSpring family, to support the show if you find value in the daily reading of the Bible and perhaps find encouragement in my comments. Of course, the amount of your support is completely up to what you think is appropriate. All I do is ask that you pray about it, seek the Lord's will, and then go to LifespringMedia.com support. I'll thank you, and I believe God will bless you. Sunday will be our next time of prayer requests and praises, so call in your prayer request or praise at plus one nine five one seven three two eighty five eleven, or go to prayer.lifespringmedia.com. I'll pray for you in my personal quiet time, and we'll pray together here on the show. Boost. Thanks to Sister Denise, Michael Hayner, Scott Snyder, Jason Paschal, and Brittany. Today's show art is by Scott Snyder. Thank you, Scott. And until tomorrow, may God bless you richly. Thank you so much for being with me today. My name is Steve Webb. Bye. LifeSpring Media, bringing the message of hope, love, and good news since 2004.